Hey guys, how did him how's everybody doing doing today? It's me, Gilmy again, and I have an amazing guest today. I have the one and only Tyson Dukes. The man has went by many names over the years, but if you know Ontario indie wrestling, you know he's one one of the best. He is one of the he is the longest reigning Smash Wrestling champ. He was in the Cruiserweight Classic on WWE. He's been in Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Japan, all over the world world as we we talk about. And I got an awesome opportunity to sit in in on his advanced class at his uh, at his school before the uh, podcast. We recorded the uh, podcast. I just want to tell you a few things I kind of witnessed witnessed there. It was an awesome atmosphere. Everybody was light, happy, smiling, joking around until until class started. And it's a very bright, welcoming space. There's workout equipment, CrossFit stuff, everything. And I had to take my my shoes off. No out outdoor shoes in the uh, in the uh, school. That threw me off a little bit. I should have known better, but anyway. Oh, and there was this big tire tire in the in the corner and and sledgehammers. I know absolutely nothing about working out, so all the stuff just seemed really really cool. And Tyson was just hanging by the ring, letting people get uh, uh, ready, and he just starts setting people on 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 the drills and getting getting people warmed up, and then he starts working on. Uh, on what what they were gonna do at the Smash Wrestling show show coming up there, which has already passed, passed, which was an amazing show, fantastic show by the by, by the way, it it was actually streamed on their Twitch, with Smash Wrestling versus versus Impact and had a buddy Brennan there, who told me at his first indie show it was absolutely amazing. And just watching these guys do the wrestling and drills and rolls and everything, I'm just sitting there going, "Holy shit! I can't do do any of that stuff." And so it's just um, pretty much as a fan, just getting to watch that really cool. And then teaching the new moves, he was very very patient, patient and teaching teaching people step by step. He got got in the ring to to show show to show the students say a few things. And it was just awesome to watch. He's all all business. Everyone knows why they're there. They're not to fool around. They're not to quote unquote just. They're there to learn from the very best in this uh, province, which was fan, fan fantastic to to just uh, see him in action there. And just the it was kind of cool to see the students pushing each other just to get better. Like some of them were like, okay, do this, try this. They were also showing showing each other stuff. Heard him act, actually say it's a it's a tough uh, tough business, and uses uses him himself as as an example. What he's seen, what he's uh, he's he's been uh, been through, which was really cool. Cool, just to uh, it it was like like a like a master in his craft, looking out for the tiny the tiny details that only only he, he he would he would see to make make a little bit better. And they were training towards working working on the match. Like they would do step by step, piece by piece. We're just it would, it was just cool to see the the behind the scenes of it because I've never been haven't been to to 
a wrestling school. Gilme Talks has Gilme Talks has sponsored a couple uh, sem or seminars and matches. But here, here's the thing: I'm just a fan. I don't do any of the wrestling thing. I just sit back and uh, watch. It was just really so cool how to see everything everything happen. Like I had a personal wrestling match. I was the only one there watching, and these guys just these students turned it on on real quick, and it was it was great to great to watch. Had a had a had a one on one match and a three on three on three match, which was just really cool to see. They were working on their promo skills. They were working on 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 the match. They were. Just an awesome experience that I thought would never would never happen. And if you ever get a chance, if you're ever interested and in the, the London area, go see Tyson Dukes at the at at the Dukes Wrestling Factory. It's it's in London. If you're in London and looking to get trained, there's no better better place out out there, guys. Go check it out. And just want to say, um, once again. Got an update on on Ethan Ethan Hayes to Twitter Bay for the guys who's following that. Go check out Dave Hayes' uh, Facebook page. He's going to Tennessee to see a specialist there in in a day or two. So just keep the 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 little guy little guy in your uh, in your thoughts. But now on in on. And if you want to make any donations, just find Dave Hayes on Facebook or just email me at Justin M. Gilmet, J-U-S-T-I-N-M-G-U-I-L-M-E-T-T-E at gmail.com. And I'll get the social media plugs in right right now. You can get give me a five-star review on iTunes. That would be fan, fan, fantastic, guys. And helps me go up those magical iTunes ratings that I have no idea how they how they how they work, but apparently they uh, they do check check that out. Check out my Instagram at 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 Gilmy Talks, same as the Facebook page. My Twitter is at at Gilmy, and Justin Gilmet on uh, Facebook. I think I got them all there. Uh, check out Solid D Designs again, guys. It's a fantastic Instagram page page to follow. He does amazing, amazing art, and just interesting stickers, t-shirts, and just tell him the Gilmi Gilmi And check out Tab Tabby Lynn's Sensi page on uh, Facebook because nobody wants their wants wants their house smelling bad, right there, guys. And a new one, I want you guys to check out Bat in the Belfry Art on Instagram. It is a uh, Transformers art art uh, page. It's a cool page to uh, to uh, follow. The artwork's amazing. Uh, the artist just just started out with the doing those sketch cards, and I think they're only nine bucks, including shipping. If you want want something very very cool and also a little a little different than average, and you know someone who's a who's a Transformers fan, go check it out. It's amazing. I just got gotta say that. And also, we got a little love. Give a little love to the Love Shop guys because they're they're one of my one of my favorite sponsors. Go to the website, check them out because, and also bring your uh, your partner along as as well because always shopping for that stuff too. together is fun. And I went old school with the song because I was talking talk talking to Dave earlier, and he's a huge Bare Naked Ladies fan. So I decided to go old school and play Enid. Because it just it it's a fun song. Alright, 
once again thanks guys hope you really enjoy this show it's a fantastic lesson enough of my uh, my rambling here we go hi guys good morning good evening good night this is Gyomi again and I have an amazing guest here right here now the one and only Tyson Dukes how's it going Tyson what's up man how are you I'm pretty good I just got to watch and I got a very special treat as a wrestling fan I got to sit in uh, with Tyson's Ed for advanced class which was phenomenal to say the uh, the very very least it was it, it was fun, man. Thanks. Hey, anytime, man. Uh, this is what it's here for. It's for people to not only uh, train to become professional wrestlers and live the dream. It's also for people to uh, experience. I don't. I never shy away from having open open doors, so people can come in and see just the, like the day to day operations of how hard it is and how much people should really uh, should really check it out, man. Because like these kids go through a lot. They go through a lot. Um, I've taken about 20 years ago. I've taken one bump in one ring, and that was enough. Yeah, that's um, usually most people's <laughs> limit, right? Yeah, it's uh, the guy didn't tell me to tuck the chin, and it was a very different time. You, as I noticed with your class, you were very hands-on and very making sure everything's safe, everything, everyone's taken care of, everyone knows exactly what what they're doing, mm-hmm. and it was just. It was, it was just awesome to uh, to uh, see. A couple couple questions for you. Actually, I got thousands of questions, <laughs> questions for you, but okay. I don't well, I don't have have all night. How'd you get, get get bit by the wrestling bug way back way back when? Well, I think it's always been with me. I was um, when I was a little kid. I grew up in uh, New Brunswick in a small little village. Uh, I grew up on a farm kind of uh, setting. My father was a truck driver, long haul truck driver. So my dad was gone a lot, and but he was great. My old man was great, and uh, and my mom was fantastic. And uh, we didn't have very much when I was little. And so there was one time we didn't have tape like much for TV. We had one one station, the one the other one was fuzzy. And I remember my mom brought me home a coloring book. It was just this cheap little coloring book she brought me home, and it was the Rock and Wrestling coloring book. And being a little kid and just being enthralled with, like, uh, I remember getting stickers as a kid of He-Man and stuff like these powerful jacked-up dudes that were, like, strong and stuff like that. And there was something about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was rock and wrestling's cover guy, right? Yep. He was against him and Roddy Piper and stuff. And there's just something so captivating about that, that stupid little book. That uh, from that, I think it was from that point on, so it was, like, around five um, uh, this coloring book was uh, my gateway into a world of madness and passion and love and stuff like that. And it, that's where, in the honestly, that's where I started to uh, uh, look into uh, professional wrestling, like as a little kid, looking for uh, what this was, what this was about. And then as soon as I found it, you know, it's it's all been downhill from there, as they say. Your initial influences in the uh, in the uh, business um, mm-hmm. and also somebody asked me to ask about uh, what was the inspiration for the original Duke stance way back way back yeah way back when I would say the my inspirations have always been uh, very hard sporty style wrestling I was always a um, even though I didn't like him, I loved matches that involved Rick Rude. Uh, I loved uh, Ricky Steamboat a lot. I was a huge Dynam- uh, Heart Foundation Bulldogs guy. I loved them. Uh, Chris Benoit, though, like Chris Benoit would have been my guy from um, my 
uh, adolescent years that I really looked into. Like, that's who I used to emulate all the time. That's who I wanted to be was Chris um, from an early age. Uh, in the business, even like even now still, I watch a lot of his stuff just to get, you know, tweaks to my stuff. And he's just... Uh, he was on a, just a totally different level. As far as the dance goes, the dance is, uh, was uh, me and my buddy who used to wrestle years ago, we used to uh, like make fun of each other. And when we make fun of each other, and we got each other really, really good. So it would be a terrible joke at the other guy's expense. It'd be go, it would be funny. You'd catch him off guard. You'd hit that joke. And then all of a sudden, uh, you'd do the, because we're huge Looney Tunes fans. If you're a fan of the Looney Tunes, you'll understand the Daffy Duck and uh, Bugs Bunny used to do a dance and dance off stage. So they used to have the top hat and cane and they used to dance on stage. So me and him would do this dance and just butcher it. Just absolutely butcher it, just to be a-holes. <laughs> and so um, he was, he was kind of like the guy that started the whole thing. And then I just made it worse and worse and worse and just try to make it as terrible as possible at my own uh, body expense. And uh, it just took off. It took off like a, like like nobody's business. Even still to this day, like Jerry Lynn messaged the other day, hey, do that dance. I'm like, shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Not today. You have been, you have pretty much been in everywhere you can possibly be in between Ring of Honor, Impact, WWE with... Cruiserweight, which personally hope you, I was hoping you would go go a little bit farther, but mm -hmm. that match with Zack Sabre Jr. I've well, personally I've watched it at least ten ten times. It, nice. No, you've been all over the world. You've been in Europe. You've been Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, many times Japan. Yeah, it's um, you're the world traveled traveled wrestler. Do you have have anywhere you? you personally loved wrestling or is it all over or is Canada just home? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a guy that likes to travel. I like to experience new things. I don't usually get out much and do anything when I go away. I usually just kind of sightsee as I go to my hotels and my arenas and stuff like that. Um, I'm, a, I'm just a huge fan of Japan. I love the culture shock of it. I love the, like the, the cleanliness and the order and the structure because I'm very structured and uh, I wouldn't say I was OCD, but I I, I love to be structured, yeah. and so I love their um, I love their their system and how things are. Um, yeah, I, I like I've wrestled at pretty much anywhere that uh, a guy can wrestle, with the exception of a few like Puerto Rico and uh, Mexico um, not being on the list. Um, but that's a completely different style, right? So yeah. it's not it's not like hit or like it's not the end of the world. Um, you know what? Even even to the point where a lot of people don't know this, but a month before they were bought, I was supposed to work with WCW, and so WCW, what I would have been on the trifecta of wrestling everywhere, but uh, WCW closed down. Uh, they said hey, they called me up and said, hey, we want you to come down, but let's uh, let's give it a couple weeks. Because we got some things going on, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then two weeks later, sure enough, Shane McMahon was on WCW, and they had bought it, which was quite wild that I could have been a part of a lot of a lot of different things. And, the, and WCW is one of those things where, uh, back in the Attitude Era and the Raw's War and stuff like that, when they had the fight with uh, Nitro, I was a huge Nitro guy, 
only for the reason that the the first half of the show is all about Chris Benoit and stuff like that. Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, these guys. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, they're just an obscenely talented roster. And then I used to flip from the first hour of WCW and then go to the second hour of Raw because then Raw would have your Takers and your Bret Hart's and stuff like that, Shawn Michaels. So like you were just getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, because you know you were getting, the challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean. The competition yeah. was great for me because you flip from one to the other, and then you'd see best both parts that were fantastic. Because to me, the WCW, the heavyweight division at the last hour was awful, and then uh, the first hour of Raw wasn't always spectacular. It was always you know like the disciples of apocalypse versus the you know like nation of domination so i usually clue uh came in later on in the show where it was owen hart and all these guys so best of both worlds yeah because i i love the cruiserweights and from wcw yes that's, that's what yes. i'm actually getting my kids to watching now right i am wd the wwe network is fantastic for for them because all right my Nine-year-old girl is a huge wrestling fan. She loves Charlotte, and but then she found out about Trish and Lita from, and now she's hooked on. Watching, hooked on the old stuff, yeah. Watch, watching all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you, do you actually have a favorite match, or do you find you're going to have one? Or are you still looking looking at for it? For for me personally, yeah. my own matches. I'll never have anything that's my favorite just because it's uh, I'm just uh, extremely critical on all of my work. Um, uh, that being said, I'm uh, uh, I'm always searching and I'm always uh, hoping for like bigger and better, like always looking for a better match and um, and like one that will be will stand out even more than. Uh, the ones I've had in the past, like Zack Sabre's one that gets a lot of views. Me and Kyle O'Reilly gets a lot of views. Uh, these are like super stellar matches, but um, there's still not. It's there's you can always have a better one. It's yeah. just the way it is. You can always always do more, and that's that. I always will chase the fact that I want more. I want to do better. So well, with that, what do you see 2019 and having having in store for Tyson Tyson Dukes? Well, in 2019, I've uh, made it a mission mentally to um, like no matter what the what the match situation is, because sometimes you go into a situation and your opponent might not be the best, or you're in a situation where the match might not be the best setup. Um, but I've gone into this year with the attitude of I'm going to try to give 100% in everything that I do, no matter what it is and how hokey it might be, or uh, whatever the stipulations will be or what my opponent is or how whatever his caliber is I will uh, strive to be the best on, uh, on on the shows on the shows and I'm not I don't like to steal um, main event statuses I don't like to steal match of the night type uh, praise I'm not about that but I want to make sure that my end of the work my end of the show was at the caliber that it should be, and I like I can always I can always rely on myself to make sure that I can put in the work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because well, as you know, first and foremost, I am a fan. Yeah. I love watching you on Smash. It took uh, my boys three times to, because you're a very intense fellow. <laughs> this is what I've been told. Yeah, and it took them three times to actually go up and say hi. Yep. And 
you were fantastic with them and because you're fantastic with everybody but um it just they were the way it watching you tonight you were all smiles and and then you flipped the switch like that mm-hmm. and you were completely serious and and going and it just how can you have both sides but you have both sides both sides to you mm. you're the happy smile guy but you can turn it on instant instantaneously to be like okay i'm not gonna fuck with with that guy mm-hmm. i'm just gonna stay in my little corner and hope nobody notices me mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and just it's it's what it comes down to is it has nothing to do with um being uh emotional i try to take emotion out of any situation because emotions usually uh, end up getting you in trouble in a lot of situations. Um, I, I, I'm a very married man, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, but I do I do feel as though, um, uh, I wouldn't say emotional, but I would say very, very passionate. Uh, this has been my life's work for a very, very long time. And uh, I always stress that. I always stress the seriousness of what we do um, both mentally and physically, it's a very hard job, and sometimes when things aren't done accordingly, um, that's when people get hurt, and that's when people lose sight of what you're really trying to obtain here. You know, because you can have fun. Well, like I'm all about uh, having fun and learning and being safe and having making new friends and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, uh, this um, this is people's careers. This is more. This is more to me than just someone wanting to do something for a hobby. This is about uh, making good, like great talent, making great talent and making them uh, the most uh, professional and most successful they can possibly be. So um, to achieve what I do, but then be greater than me, to be better than me is um, what I want from all of them. And like, um, even though that a lot of people can say that, but a lot of guys, a lot of people don't mean that because a lot of people want to be number one. Um, my thing is, I want them to be number one. I want them to go places. I want them to put in the work and um, not have to experience the things that I experienced for them to learn from my mistakes and then kind of like a father figure, I guess, and then move on and do better things. Um, and that's hard. That's hard to do, and it's hard to tell them that because you know kids. You know kids. Yep. They're gonna do what they want to do, and exactly. then they're gonna mess up. And you're gonna tell them you told you so. I told you so. But at the end of the day, I can only I can only give the warnings, and hopefully that some of it sticks. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about uh, the pillars in Smash? Um, because that's what that's my number one question that I put out. I am coming in. I I am introducing. Uh, I am interviewing Tyson Tyson Dukes. So one thing was about the pillars of their of their, of their smash. How 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 did how did how did that start? It's actually um, it started with a promo that I cut uh, over a year ago, and uh, what it was was it's organic, and that's why it's kind of working. Is it's more organic than anything. It's the idea is that um, I I we didn't force this, we didn't create this. This just happened naturally. Um, the four of us being Brent Banks and Tarek and Sebastian Suave and myself are the, the four guys that um, through Seb's company and wanting to see Seb, Sebastian succeed, we, um, we took it upon ourselves to, um, it's not just about doing shows and making money, it's about uh, uh, making this brand for, uh, making it successful. Uh, 
uh, with our own hard work, hard working hard and stuff like that, but like uh, just exceeding that and putting it out there. And the thing is, the four of us are the originals. We've started this, and the idea of pillars is, of course, foundation. It's about uh, building something to a higher standard. And so that's that's how we we started it. We started it as the pillars as I was to face Brent Banks for my championship when I was Smash Champ. And then I said on any day and that uh, this is the way it is. It's like we are the pillars. You'll always get your shot with me because we're the ones and we, we make this company. We make this company what it is because people come in and people go. When the Cody Rhodes, um, the Facades, the Jeff Cobbs, the Michael Elgins, all these guys, they'll come in and they're great. They're wonderful. But then they go and then we're the ones that hold it down. We hold the fort. So that's that's basically what it, it what it was, and then it just uh, uh, evolved into a, a group, and uh, we stand by this. It doesn't mean that we're always on the same side. It doesn't mean that we're never not going to wrestle each other. Um, it's just it's just the statement that we're making that uh, the four of us will be the guys that are there, and that you should hold us to a different standard. Uh, awesome. Um. What do you actually like to see in a wrestling match? What, what, what are you a, well, a fan of uh, watching after after doing this for 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 a little while? Uh, no, I'm a a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, um, I'm a I'm a fan of um, when it comes to professional wrestling. I'm a fan of like uh, realism. Uh, wrestling to me is magic. I've stated this many times. Wrestling is magic to me. Magic is uh, one of those things that everybody knows deep down that magic isn't real. But if you watch uh, a show and you see a trick, uh, you for a split second believe that it's real. And then like most of the crowd goes along with it and says, well, this guy's got powers. He makes an elephant vanish. How does he do it? Well, he's magic, obviously, right? They, they know there's a trick to it, but they for a while they want to believe that magic's real. And... Um, I don't want to know how the trick's done. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Uh, and that's the same with professional wrestling. I'm a huge fan of magic. That's probably why I bring it up. I use it a lot in my um, my uh, description of it. Uh, wrestling is the same. Wrestling is magic. People uh, want to get lost and want to be captivated in a story, that's which we tell through uh, the art of conflict. The art. It's an art. It's an art form. It's almost like dance. It's like anything else. Um, but it is uh, uh, an artistic conflict. And so what I, I try to do, uh, or what I look for in pro wrestling, is I look for a good story, as in um, the, whatever the emotion is. Maybe it's a good guy versus a bad guy, and the good guy has a bad arm. Um, maybe it's another story where the bad guy took the good guy's woman, and then they were trying to, he's trying to get her back, and he has to win the match. It, it doesn't matter what the story is. I just want to see... How they portray it and how they would um, put this story on paper and so uh, wrestling for me is uh, very much one of the greatest art forms of all time and if you just if you are in the right match if you're watching the right match and you watch these two guys actually like get down and dirty and looks like it's real a real fight and for a while you believe that it's real and you when they kick out you're like oh I thought that was it you know, when you get lost in that kind of storytelling, that's that's magic, and there's nothing greater in this earth than the thought of magic.
when I'm watching watching wrestling, I I buy in. I have fun. I love the indie shows. I love WWE. I love some of the 18 plus things I go to. I love taking taking my kids to a Smash and and yeah WWE as a, as well. Just nice to just buy in. Yeah, it's fun. Just have fun. Yeah. Like I, I know I, I we were talking about this the other day. We talk about um, shows, and usually I'm very critical, and then I'll watch stuff, and then I kind of break stuff apart because that's kind of my nature too. Because I'm very technical, so I watch a lot of stuff, and then I see how things are, and then how they're placed, and why, and the timing of which to get up, not to get up, all this stuff. And the one time I will turn off my brain. And just watch and enjoy is WrestleMania. And WrestleMania is my one day where I don't worry about how someone did a headlock takeover or how fast somebody got up or how someone uh, actually reacted to the move. I just sit there and I watch it for just for the sake of having fun. And it's the one it's the one event of the year <laughs> where I'll just give myself that pass. I'm like, just have fun. Just enjoy. Yeah, it's, and uh, there's nothing like it, really. Yeah, I I actually do that with the, the I'm a huge fan of the Royal the Royal Rumble. Yes. I've been I've seen everyone since Jim Duggan won the first one. Hells yeah. I've been watching them every year and that's just I don't care what anyone says, that's just my favorite my favorite favorite event to watch because yep. I love seeing the surprises, I love seeing the oh Jeff Jarrett's here. Yeah, right from yeah. previous one and he's gonna sing with well, Elias really wish that happened but right yeah see I'm the, I'm a fan of the of uh, uh, I think it was 1992's Royal Rumble is probably my favorite and I think I, I had that on VHS and I watched that a million times is number Royal Rumble's always kind of been my favorite like uh, as far as the show because you got to see so many stars you get to see matches great matches but then you got to watch at the end of it you got to watch 30 stars in the ring that you might not see fight each other yeah. And then uh, that one that Ric Flair won, and Ted DiBiase and the British Bulldog started that thing. And to this day, that whole Ted DiBiase British Bulldog, when British Bulldog came back and he had the, the braid and uh, the dreads or braids in his mm -hmm. hair and stuff, it's just, it's still, I still get captivated by that whole moment. It's still my favorite Royal Rumble of all time, yeah. and will go down hands down as one of the greatest of all time. All right, just like one of mine when Demolition came in. And worked wrestled each other. One and two. One and two. And yes. And I'm like, oh god, they're going to destroy everybody, and they just start fighting. They start wailing on each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. It's... So, why did you actually start the start the start the school? You just have the, the natural gift for uh, teaching, or? I've always I've always loved teaching. I'm a, I'm a I, I was born to teach because I have enough patience most of them to teach. Uh, I was I worked for Can-Am Wrestling School down in Windsor for 10 years as their head coach through Scott Moore and uh, he was the head coach and I was the head trainer um, and so I, I was down there I worked there for 10 years and uh, this has always kind of been my passion is like as my career starts to come to starts to slow down which everybody's career starts to slow down I have to realize that I won't be at this forever and my body won't uh, live up to what my brain will let it live up to because my brain will keep going with it my body might not so in the in the meantime I've been proactive about starting the second part of my career and I've always wanted to stay in this business so uh, I've decided that I've taken it upon myself to start my business 
and start to grow good talent and then get a head start on it before my career is done uh, and see where we go from there. Okay. Well, you've been very, very generous with your, uh, for your time and letting me come in and uh, watch. Uh, what I always do with my podcast is I do a quick 10, sure. 10 either or questions with most of most of most of the guests guests on it. Um, okay, this is one that people want, want want wanted me to ask. Do you do you prefer clean shaven or facial hair? Uh, my wife prefers clean shaven, so I'm gonna go with clean shaven. Smart man. No. <laughs> All right, Superman or or Spider Man. Superman. Superman? All right. Uh, burger or hot dog? Burger, always. Yeah. Uh, reading or movies? Movies. Big movies. movie guy. Okay. Uh, salty or sweet? Oh, both. I oh, see, I can't do one or the other. Oh, okay, hold on. Don't make this hard on me. If I have to pick one, I'm going to go salty. Salty? Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite thing, if you ever get to try it, salted dark chocolate caramel. I have. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, like I said, not chips and donuts. I'll do it both. I have, I have both sides of the teeth and the whole sweet and salty thing. So yeah, I'm a real mess when it comes to that stuff. Alright. Um, pirate or Viking? Viking. Viking. Slippers or barefoot? Uh slippers. I don't like bare feet. Uh, toilet paper, over or under? Over. It's like, don't ever do the under with me. I will punch a human being in the face. <laughs> it's the worst. Like, how anybody ever does the under and says that's correct, I, I like, baffles me. It baffles me. It's over. Night owl or early early riser? You see, I have I have a kid, so I'm both. Um, and there's a lot of times where I went for years and years and years and did, uh, like, I used to drive transport trucks, so I was I was up late, but I was up early. So, but what do I prefer? I prefer early mornings. Yeah, early morning guy. Um, I actually wake up early. I wake up before my kids, so I can walk the dog, get a coffee, and get yourself set up for the day. Yes, yeah, I just, agree. I need that ten minutes, or my day is just shot. Just need at least five. Just give yeah. me five minutes, yeah. and then I can start. Yeah, yeah. same here. Right. And last but not least. Priest or 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 maiden? Maiden. Maiden. Yeah, it took me a second there to think about it, but yeah, we'll go maiden. Yeah. Uh, you're about my age, so you actually know what I'm talking about. Oh yes. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it took me a second to think about uh, song choices, but yeah, if I'm gonna I'm gonna run to the hills every time. Oh yeah. Well, once again, thank you very very much for the for you for for your time, and I well. I love this, man. I love that this <laughs> is in London, Ontario, my home city. That I know there's a wrestling school, and I'll never be a, a, a wrestler, but it's just nice to know this is here. Well, thanks, man. Just, Thank you very much. Because people ask me, and I tell them, tell them, hey, have you checked out the out of this? And then they don't because they're just lazy <laughs> <laughs> or scared. Yes, there's um, two. Yeah. Yeah. Alright man. Thank you brother. Thank you very much. Hey guys, I just want to say thank you for listening all the way through here. As I said said previously, that was an amazing interview with Tyson Dukes. Loved listening to him, loved going going to the school. I was an awesome opportunity to just see everything and it, it was just fun, man. 
just really really fun just want to give a couple shout outs to my advertisers again just want to go to theloveshop.com for all your uh, private needs needs their uh, folks because everybody needs a little little extra something in the uh, in the bedroom to help out some many times and just want to say go check out solid designs on Instagram guys tell them Gilme Gilme sent you order a shirt or a, or a something or a sticker or not that's a cool cool too just go out like his uh, in his Instagram page there and check out Tabby Lynn on Facebook check out her Sensi page because nobody wants your house house to a uh, stink and just just want you to go to everybody to go check out bats in the belfry art it's a transformer art page there that i've been really digging lately and also helps a friend of mine runs it you need to get a hold of me it's justin m gilmet at gmail.com gilmet is g-u-i-l-m-e-t-t-e and saying that um remember to check out the ethan hayes page page guys i'll be mentioning mentioning this for a while so you he's a friend of mine's kid who's going through a lot of a lot of tough things right here now so if you can throw throw a, a, a few dollars his, his way appreciate it and just thanks for for, for tuning in if you need me on Twitter it's at Gomi you need me on Instagram or Facebook it's at Gomi talks on there both as well as Justin Gilmet for just my regular stuff you can DM DM me, ask me any uh, questions about the pod. And you know what, guys? Have a fantastic day. Thanks for uh, listening. And one last thing, if you can take a moment, go review, a, review us. Give us a five-star review. That would be awesome. And just ending it out with some corn twisted transistor because, eh, well, I, well, I like this song. Bye, guys. Yeah.